Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com as well as rate, review of iTunes. وأذوب في ساحاتها بين المساجد والمنازل رباه سلم أهلها واحمل مخارجة We don't kill our people, nobody kill, no government in the world kill its people unless it's led by crazy person. بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته The Syrian revolution started one years ago in March in mid of March last year Do we remember what was uh, or do we know what was the spark of the March? Anybody knows brother and sister? Kids exactly After the Tunisian and uh, Egyptian revolution, some school kids, children, wrote on the wall the most frequent chant, Ashaab Yurid Isqat al Nizam. The people want to downfall the regime. And they wrote, Ijak Doria, Doctor, it's your turn now, Bashar, he's a doctor actually. So it's your turn now to leave. They've been arrested, tortured. Their teeth broken, their nails removed. Their fathers, the figures of the Dara'a, this was in the city of Dara'a. They went to the head of the intelligence, who is the cousin of Bashar al-Assad, the current president. His name was Atif Najib. They went asking him to release these children. They're just children. They wrote this. They saw this in the television in Jazeera. And they wrote this. You don't need to make it, you don't have to make it big issue. The response of Atif Najib was, and I'll say it in Arabic because there are some Arab brothers, he said, اذهبوا إلى نسائكم انسوا أولادكم وقال انسوا أولادكم واذهبوا إلى نسائكم وانجبوا أولادا غيرهم وإن لم تستطيعوا الإنجاب فاسألونا فنحن سنقوم بالعمل بدلا عنكم. He went, he said, forget your children, go to your women, bring another children. If you cannot do so, ask us, we'll do the job for you. This was the response of Atif Najib, the head of intelligence, and he's a cousin of Bashar al-Assad. One of these men, he threw his turban, his hat, in the floor, and this is a Middle East culture, 
means is an issue of death or life. And he said, Allah lay khallina izaman He said, we ask Allah to destroy us if we allow you to remain. And that was the spark of the revolution in Syria. It was dignity, honor, children. So people went down in the street. At the beginning, they were asking just to remove this governor, this head of intelligence, out of Najib. But the response was bullet, guns. He killed tens of people in the city of Daraa. Indeed, Bashar al-Assad was trying to repeat his father's story. Just a brief history about Syria. The father of the current president took over in 1970. At that time, we know we've lost the war of six days in 1967. The Muslim Ummah and mainly the people in that area, Jordan, Syria, were boiling. It was big shock. How can we lose the second war? The first war was in 48, and the second war, we've lost it. And Hafiz Assad, the father of this one, he was a defense minister. So people really was dying for any solution. This man, he came to power after coup d'etat. He promised us he will liberate Palestine, Palestine, which is very dear to our heart and is a part of our deen. He said, he promised us he will liberate Palestine and he will unify the Ummah, one of the yeah, slogans of the Ba'ath Party, Wahda Hurriya Ishtirakiya, unify the Ummah and implement social justice. Many people believed him and he won the public opinion. This issue very important to us, Palestine and unity and justice. But few years later, he's starting, we've noticed that he's really fighting Islam. He's imposing non-Islamic values, forcing mixing, by example, at school, uh, removing ulama from masajid, move them to the health department, or even make them jobless. Or if they are from the city of Dar'a, he moved them to their resort, which means hundreds of kil kilometers away. And that's why the first uprising was in six years after he took the power, in, in 76, in the city of Hama, led by Sheikh Marwan Hadid, he's known in Syria. The response was of the father, Hafiz Assad. He sent the tank, destroyed the masjid, and he killed this man and his followers. A couple of years later, in 78-79, another uprising led by Muslim Brotherhood against Hafiz Assad the father, and the response was even worse, tanks, bombarding, massacred everywhere in Halab, Jisr al-Shughur, in Hama, the famous is Hama in 1982, where he killed about 40,000 people. He created really an atmosphere of fear 
very frightening atmosphere. I'll give you some example of that atmosphere. I remember myself at that time, I heard in the city of Latakia and many cities, but myself I heard in Latakia or the seaside, in this land of Sham where Brother, Brother Kamal has mentioned some ahadith, the blessed land, they were chanting the followers, the supporter, the men of Hafiz Asad, they were chanting, Ya Allah Hallak Hallak, Inzil Ukhali Hafiz Asad Mahallak. They were saying, Oh Allah, your time is over now. You can't do anything. Now is the time of Hafiz Asad to rule. Astaghfirullah al Azim. This being mentioned in the city, after this massacre, after this killing, 10,000 being killed. When I went to medical school in 86, my mother, whose I respect and I believe her, he, she loves Islam and she loves her Lord, but she loves her son. She told me many times, I made my school in Latakia indeed, where the city of the president, a lot of his supporters there. She kept telling me at that time, oh son, please, don't pray in the masjid, don't pray publicly. In your room, close your door and pray. That's something unbelievable. Any mother will be proud that her son, good Muslim, doing Islam, practicing Islam, not chasing girls or doing silly things. But really, in Syria, under, the under this regime, the Assad regime, being good Muslim, it was like a criminal. You will be questioned. Why are you praying? To who you will belong? Do you believe in Hafiz Assad? By the way, we heard through this revolution that they're forcing people to say La ilaha illa Bashar. At that time, Rifat al-Assad, the, the, the uncle of the current president, which is basically the brother of the Hafiz Assad, he sent his men to the street of Damascus, removing the hijabs, the headscarf from our sisters and mothers. This happening. This was taking place in Syria, in Bilad al-Sham. But all of this based on the fear created by this regime, the Assad regime, the Assad family regime. Even at that time, there is law which is valid till now, it's called Al-Qanun Tis'awarabin, the law 49 which saying whoever affiliated to an Islamic group or Islamic activity, political activity, he will receive death penalty. On this basis, he was able to do as he wished. And I'm sure many of you had experienced dealing with Syrian people that it was very difficult to talk about politics with Syrian people if you are in university or in job. Nobody, people worry and scared to talk about politics because it's been يعني, implemented in, among the Syrian community. There is intelligence everywhere. And if you talk anything, you might be caught by the intelligence. And the cost is very high. It could be your job. And you'll be lucky if just it costs your job. You could be present or even killed, or your family could be tortured. 
So based on this, in 2000, when this man, Hafiz Asad, passed away, la'anatullahi alayhi, when he passed away, it was easy process to pass the power to his son, despite it was against the constitution. In Syria, you cannot be president unless you are more than 40. Mr. Bashar Asad, he was 36 at that time. Very easy. Five minute MPs meeting and the law is being changed. It's a joke. He, well, he came to power in, in 2000 <coughs> because people really were desperate and scared and all what you like. Some people believed him. They said, well, he's young. He was here by the way. He was in London and he was doing his Speciality as an ophthalmologist. He's young, he, you know, and he cannot be worse than his father. So let's give him a chance. Myself, like many people, I wasn't with this opinion. I felt a man who can, who accept to take the power in this way, and his father, Hafiz Assad, must be very bad man. However, when he came, it was the plan like plan done by any rulers, you know, when they come to power, like Gaddafi or Mubarak or... He opened the, 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 the door to discussion for, to the activists, indeed not to give them an opportunity to talk, just to yeah, expose them and know them. And then he arrested them. And this is what happened. There was what is being called by the media Damascus Spring, Rabia Dimashq. It took... It took a few months, and then he arrested all these people. However, the situation in Syria was very difficult, the same atmosphere. When Tunisian revolution, Egyptian revolution, and then the Libyan and Yemen, the question was, when the Syria, we know, is coming, but it was difficult to tell when and how. For these brave children, they wrote on the street this, what I mentioned earlier, and the answer, what I did tell you. So people came down in the street of Dara at the beginning, and they were asking at the beginning, indeed, not to remove Bashar al-Assad. They were asking just to remove Atif Najib, his cousin, the head of the intelligence in the city. But the answer was very brutal. So this helped that people increase their demands. They said, we want to remove the, the regime. Just a few days later, maybe in 22 of March last year, Homs responded. People came in the street. Idlib, there is Zor. In our heart, we, we always hate this regime. We've never liked this regime. We know they're lying. All things they're saying, we're going to liberate Palestine, we're supporting the resistance, and all these, you know, lies. We know this a way, a political tool to, 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 to establish and empower themselves. Just a lie. Over the 40 years, the most secured border of Israel is the border with Syria. It was well protected by Assad regime, but he kept bombarding us through songs and media and speech. Oh, we're creating the army to liberate Palestine. And indeed, Palestine is very dear to us. 
But indeed, he was using Palestine to strengthen himself, to allow to the entity. They can arrest anybody to Syria, and straight away, oh, you're dealing with Israel. Send him to prison, kill him. So the question when and how, nobody knows, but it started in Daraa, and all the people came out when they went down in the street, and they were chanting to overthrow this regime, to downfall this regime. Bashar al-Assad, he wanted to repeat what his father did. Based, more you kill, more you secure your authority. More you kill, even you might secure your son future. He might be president because Bashar al-Assad cannot be a president if his father didn't do what he did in Haman. But people were very keen, and we, they are still, we still very, very keen to remove this regime, despite the support he's having from the West. People in the street, they kept in the street despite killing. At the beginning, it was every Friday he used to kill 20 and 30, but this just number, we believe, one life, it equals all the mankind life. So every Friday he used to kill 20, 30. This didn't stop people. He increased till 100, and then it becomes every day 100, under the vision and the support of the West, including America, actually, and the veto, the Russian veto is American veto, but maybe we talk about this in the Q&A. At the beginning, people were chanting normal chant, there is some Islamic chant, but the secular people was louder. And the people who were calling for international or Western intervention was loud, especially when the uh, Libyan revolution succeeded and Gaddafi was captured and killed. So some people, mainly the secular actually, they believed this is the time to call for Western intervention. But the West they have their own calculation. They want somebody to come after Bashar and do the same job, protecting Israel, fighting people, fighting Islam, and secure the area in terms of oil and all these achievements. But after We've seen what's happening in the West and the support given to Bashar al-Assad. This voice become lower. And the voice, as we many of us saw in the YouTube or in the TV, people start realizing haqqan wa sidqan, really and truly, we don't have any other but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why we start hearing, Ya Allah, man la ghayrak, Ya Allah, O Allah, we don't have any, bother, any other but you, O oh Allah. And the chant which began in Idlib, Labbaik, 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 Ya Allah. I respond to you, O oh Allah. I submit to you, to O oh Allah. And the other one, and many. The other one, Al-Jannah Raheen Shuhada' Bil Malayeen. We're going to the Jannah by millions. We're ready to offer millions. 
other shuhada as a martyr and will not accept this regime. Many beautiful stories happened in Syria. One of them, a brother called Abdul Razak Haddad. This brother is 12 years old. I've been told by a doctor who treated him, this young boy he used to play football in front of the masjid, even at the time of prayer, actually. But when the revolution started, he used to lead the chant, despite many adult people told him, Abdul Razak, you're very young for this, let the adult do this. And he never accepted. Till a day he was injured by pulling by the Assad forces. He needed two operations. This doctor, who telling me, they went to visit him and they were encouraging him to, 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 to have strength and to, you know, they telling him, oh, Abdul Razak, people in the street missing you, get cured and you should come back, they're missing you. And subhanAllah, this doctor told me, his answer was, no, 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 I don't miss them. They miss me, but I don't miss them. I miss my friends in the Jannah, the people who went as a shaheed. I miss them. I went to go to Jannah. I don't want to go back to the street. He needed a third operation. His father was escorting him. And this doctor telling me, his father telling him, I'll wait for you till the operation finish. He told him, Dad, don't wait. I want to go to Jannah. I want Jannah. I don't want to come back. And subhanAllah, Allah gave him what he wanted. He passed away under the operation. If you tape Abdul Razak Haddad, there is some YouTube about him. He's very young, 12 years old. This doctor told me when we went to visit his father to say, yani, he told me, I asked him, where, where did you teach your, your son this? This is something really new. I mean, I heard from people of homes, they're saying, you can hear stories remind you the time of the Sahaba. I've been told in Homs, people, even with this hardship, they're saying, Allah teaching us a lesson. Allah wanted us to understand more about our deen. Are we happy about that? This hardship, Allah wants to purify us, and we're happy about that. And this big thing, actually, over 40 years, Islam was banned in Syria. If you go to library, only Islam who talks about Haid and Nifas, how to pray, how to make wudu, this book allowed, but any other book not allowed. Even there is in Syria something called Ma'ahid al-Asad li tahfiz al-Qur'an. This started in 1990 or something. Al-Asad institution to memorize Qur'an. And by the law, it wasn't allowed to explain Qur'an. Just you memorize it like CDs or cassette or anything. Wasn't allowed. The ulama, the sheikh who teach how to, wasn't allowed to explain. Simply, we can imagine if you come across the ayah, وَمَنْ لَمْ What's the explanation of this? Hafiz Asad is not implementing Islam. So there are many ayat. I mean, Hafiz Asad, because he knew he was against Quran, 
Quran wasn't allowed to be explained. Many chant, many beautiful chant. It reflects our belief, our aqeedah, such as, Hey Allah, hey Allah, mamdirka illa la Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, will never bend down apart from you to anybody other but you. But really now the situation in Syria, the political situation, there's two plans. One of the plans led by the West, by the help of Bashar al-Assad and some opposition, that they want the Sham people, is better than Syrian people. Sham is Syria and Lebanon and Palestine and Jordan. Syria, by the way, the name of this land before Islam. It comes from Ashuria, the ancient people of that area. And the, even the Ba'as regime, the Assad regime, they want to cut any relationship with our Islam, even history. By the way, they don't call Muhammad al-Rasul Muhammad they very keen to say al-Rasul al-Arabi, to give it a nationalistic issue, like Muhammad he was nationalistic, al-Rasul al-Arabi. So the people of Sham, there is two plans for the people of Sham. One of them to make us bend to somebody similar to Bashar. If it's not Bashar, somebody who can do the job of the Bashar al-Assad. And tomorrow we're having the second conference of Friends of Syria in Istanbul, tomorrow or the day after. I think tomorrow indeed, yes, tomorrow. And America will be there. And I've just read now while we're doing the prayer that America themselves, they arrested a ship who carrying weapons to the revolution. They want Bashar al-Assad regime, not necessarily himself. It could be like Egypt. If Hosni Mubarak goes, that's fine, as long as you have Tantawi and you have the other uh, officers and military council who can do the job. And as Kamal, he mentioned, I think the first declaration of this Tantawi military council, he said, will respect the treaty with Israel. Despite the treaty is unjust and it doesn't go with the people willing at all, I mean. We don't accept a treaty with people who is killing our brother and sister in Gaza and in Palestine. So this one with a plan. And there is a plan of the people who comes under the topic will never bend down to anybody but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to anyone but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala under the chant لَبَّيْكَ 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 يَا Allah. These two plans are fighting now. And the battle is not over. The first plan, the Western plan, is very rich. They have media, they have a lot of mean and tools. They have media, they have uh, their men, they have uh, weapons, they have everything. They have the veto, they have the UN. But the people of the Sham, we have just but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's enough for us as Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us and as the Quran and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Allah is enough for you and is enough for your followers 
Allah is enough. And this is the meaning of Hasbunallahu, Hasbunallahu This is the situation in Syria. These two plan whether the Assad regime carry, يعني, carry on with Bashar or without Bashar, and very likely I think without Bashar, but the same regime, or the people of Sham plan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that this is the time the hadith mentioned by Brother Kamal, this is the right time for it. And Sham will be the start and the begin, the beginning of implementing Islam again through the second Khilafah, as Muhammad Sallallahu mentioned in the hadith narrated by Ahmad ibn Hanbal in the long hadith when he said, telling us about the history of the coming Muslims days Khilafah Rashida then Mulkan Adudan inherited Khilafah then he said Mulkan Jabriyan a dictatorship which we're facing it since maybe the second world war dictatorship and everywhere in Pakistan, in Syria, in Egypt, Gaddafi, Assad, Boumidian, uh, and all of these, Musharraf, and uh, and then Muhammad Sallallahu he said, He said, after the dictatorship will be a khilafa just in the prophet mythology. We ask Allah to make it this time, and may Allah ask, we, we ask to make us from the men who pray, Bring this khilafa and I'll leave the rest for the QA. Jazakumullah khair. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.